And what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. Glad to have you here with us. Um, we got we got a special show for you today. Um, you may have heard of these guys. Uh, I don't know. You're kind of like you're you're coming up. You're you're coming up in the social heard media. Heard of world. one of these guys? Yeah, this, well, I mean, you're 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 growing your stuff too now. Your yeah, stand up comedy they, and stuff. Well, well, yeah. Let's mostly, not give Jimmy too much credit. <laughs> the, only, the only reason I'm growing is John's being a good host and being very great. <laughs> yeah, here, no, but. I insulted Andrew Tate's fans. That's the only reason. Bro, I'm I saw that. Yeah. But you should have known you were going to get that blowback because Tate fans are like Trump fans. You do not insult the God King, and if you do that, well, then you must be like, what color is your Bugatti? I, yeah, I've gotten and so the, many the response to that though for both of them is like, well, what color is your jail cell? So it's like whatever. <laughs> well, and then you know, you you talk about all the kind of controversy too with Candace Owens interviewing Andrew Tate, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I guess I like some stuff that Andrew Tate does, but I think it's obvious that he is like with um, women, sex trafficking women. So you know, you kind of I don't know. I guess you can overlook that, but my my freaking biological father, Tucker Carlson, has been gassing Tate. <laughs> Mike Tucker, what the heck? You Pull know? the mic closer. Oh, You're don't not gonna, don't gas him up so much. But um, there are things. He's one of those guys that's kind of like he does say a lot of interesting things. Like, no, does. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But he also says a lot of things that are just like so far out there. It's like where are you where are you getting this? Yeah. And so normal. And I don't know if he's doing that for clicks, for views. Which you know he's smart. He knows what he's doing. Him and Trump, they they know what they're doing as far yeah. as that's concerned. But it's kind of like, like, where do you actually stand? Well, it kind of delegitimizes his points that make more sense when he says, and also women are property. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. gosh, okay. And there's a lot of women that go for this, though. He has yeah. a lot of female followers like, oh, no, I agree. I agree. Harness me now, daddy. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. ah, okay. Well, that's like pearly things, too. You know, she's like the queen of that kind of. I mean, I, I feel like she just says shit that she knows will go viral. And yeah. now she's getting paid by Twitter to say that. But it's just Captain Obvious stuff like a 25-year-old is hotter than a 35 year old and then it's just such bait content because you didn't have our friend like sarah gonzalez gets mad which i don't blame her but then it's not really an own if you're engaging with the tweet and retweeting it you know it's really you're 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 falling for the bait exactly you know and there's a lot of that in the political spectrum right now as well between the trump desantis camps it feels like the battle there right now it is a lot of bait to the point where like I, i every time i go on twitter and it's my own fault because i follow a lot of desantis i follow a lot of trump people but you see the nonstop battles like what is the point of this well, it, it feels like we're expending a lot of energy when these two guys don't give a shit about either of us like let's just, let's just be real about these politicians real. don't care yeah they don't i mean especially like listen i love trump i love they got rid of abortion basically kind of set that groundwork <clears throat> but at the same time you know january 6 and the vaccine i mean obviously there are some complaints but my point being listen i love trump but this desantis and trump fight i think there's a conspiracy where they know that we're just going to kill each other on this side. Uh, we're basically the Trump versus the DeSantis people are just so embarrassed where they're not even going to be able to do an about face and support the person that actually gets the nomination. An and I think in the end, that just makes the entire party weaker, and this helps the left. So they love this, Trump and DeSantis. Like, or do you is- think they're pumping up for a possible VP slot for DeSantis? It's not outside the realm of possibility. I mean... I feel like he's gone to so much of DeSantis's throat. But but hold on though, he did the same thing for uh, Cruz. I mean, he called Cruz's wife ugly. I've never yeah. seen her. She could be for all I know. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I mean, this is the same thing. It's kind of like everybody I keep seeing on Twitter is like, look, this is the primaries. What gets said here doesn't count. It's they like, do have a point. I mean, yeah, because if DeSantis like lost and it's like, well, you can be my VP now, I wouldn't be surprised if he said yes. I mean, I wouldn't well, I mean yeah, who yeah. wouldn't want to be the vice president? That I, almost seems like the better job. But it also makes sense. There, it makes me wonder. You got two very, very alpha personalities. Trump will not share Is the spotlight. Is DeSantis that alpha? Uh, I mean, he was in Congress for six years. Well, I like him, but I don't know if he gives me like the alpha. 
He gives Let's me- put it this way, though. From what we're seeing in Florida, yeah. as far as the uh, what he's actually done for Florida and Floridians, yeah. Florida, like, they love him. So they do maybe love not him. The, maybe not the truck. Okay, let's let's let's. But let's, Disney doesn't love him. Disney hates him. They just look, or they just. I just saw the article right before y'all came in. As far as Disney now did away with their inclusion and uh, inclusion. All the, the, oh, the, in the, Florida yeah. or all over. In Disney, I think Disney said they're done with that. I'll, I'll have to pull it up and read yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm. I mean, well, that's really he good. just rolled out for the entire state, like Texas. Who Abbott? Like I know he made you had to get rid of the diversity, equity, inclusion programs in Texas. I'm not sure on that. Uh, one. I think I think it's all race at the core of it. It doesn't need to exist. But well, that's what I'm saying. It's like well, this is this is basically like a kid focused brand, and they want to make everything about sexuality. I just don't understand why that is so, where they want to go. I like I'm not homophobic. I'm not transphobic. I believe that the pride flag should exist. Obviously, it's good if it's in front of a gay bar, but. It doesn't need to be in a classroom it doesn't or in front need... of a federal building. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. Or at a children's theme park. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there's enough gay characters in, you know, I guess gay culture where I think a kid is going to get it organically, figure out gay yeah. people exist and we shouldn't be mean to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't need to like jam it down kids throats. It feels like I love I love the fact that we started with Andrew Tate and now we're here. This conversation's yeah. really taken. I love I love those conversations, though. But it's like it, it feels like. It felt like gay people for the longest time were scrutinized heavily. Like my brother, he's gay. In the 90s, it was kind of like, we started to see the shift of more acceptance. There was still a lot of pushback. Then in the 2000s, it really went mainstream. And it's like, look, yeah. we've hit the point where it's like, you see, you come out of the closet and say, I'm gay. Nobody cares. No. You're not a hero anymore. It's like, ah, welcome to normalcy. Cool, nobody cares. But then we saw the transgender movement tack itself onto the LGB. And then it just went down the road of degeneracy. And I don't care what people think. I am yeah. not for transgenderism. I think this is, it's, I, I see the common argument made by people saying, well, it's been around since the beginning of time. So is schizophrenia. That doesn't justify it. It doesn't rationalize it. Yeah, gender dysphoria obviously is, you know, a mental health issue. Uh, and, and you're right, because it was not that long ago where Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, uh, I think even Barack Obama, they were against same-sex marriage. They all were. I mean, this was 10, 12 years ago. I mean, this is not but that. I don't, but I don't give, I will never take away somebody's right to change their mind. But yeah. What are the re- what's the reasoning you're changing your mind though? Well, then you see Neil deGrasse Tyson like trying to use <laughs> science to justify transgender. I saw that. Like, yeah, sometimes I feel eighty percent male today, you know, twenty percent female, and I can switch. You know, that is a mental health thing, and and like not even trying to white knight for transgender. I do agree. Somebody should be able to dress or whatever. Oh yeah. You know, like, yeah. I do believe that. You know, people, as an adult. As, as an, an adult, adult. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying like, but but. What's happening now is, is, to your point, like, oh, this has been happening a long time. Yes, it's been happening in a long time. But if you look at the amount of gender reassignment clinics in 1960 compared to now, mm. it's like a 100,000 percent increase. But the bigger question I have, though, is what is the long term effects and impacts on a society that promotes population this? control? And you think so? I, I, a little bit. I no, no. I, I swear I, that's part of it. No, this sounds crazy. Now you guys might not agree with me on this. Here we go. Here but we this go. is part of the conspiracy. Bring the QA on. Yeah. Here we go. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Whether, you, whether you want to believe this conspiracy or not, because this is a blanket one. This is mm-hmm. one that I'm not, I, you don't necessarily have evidence for, but it, it really basically comes out of the Tower of Babel mm-hmm. and from the Bible where <clears throat> during the Tower of Babel, Nimrod wanted to build a kingdom to heaven to basically go kill God, you know, just a general description. And what God did is said no, and he you know struck him down and, and you know, languages us, and, yeah. and split us into a uh, bunch of tribes. Okay, what was my original point though that we're talking about? Depopulation. Yes, okay, so, so. Basically, that is what's going on today is the reverse engineering of that one world order. That was the original Tower of Babel. Nimrod is a Mm -hmm. satanic figure. So you could argue that like globalism, a one world order, which is basically what we want, is uh, out of Satan. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's it's satanic. I can agree with that. Yeah. Okay. So in that, if you're following that 
pretense that this is what they want. There's evil people at part of that plan. And it sounds impossible, but they want everybody to be one race. Mm -hmm. They say this in the future. If, if humanity lasts long one enough, government, one church, one currency, one, one everything, it will yeah. even be one race and somehow one set. How would that even be possible? Exactly. It's not, but that's the goal. So they're mm -hmm. still going to try to achieve it. it it's it, just because it's impossible. A one world order is necessarily going to be impossible. I mean, you could probably have 95% of the world, but there's always going to be somebody mm -hmm. and there's going to be some country in Venezuela, I Switzerland. Mean, I, they don't yeah, want to get involved in anything. That's what's like, no, we're not. Yeah, we're not. There's <laughs> going to be somebody that opts out. There yeah. just always is. So just because it's impossible doesn't mean that they're not going to achieve it. So it's weird. You're like, you're like, oh, that's crazy. That's QAnon population control. But no, it really is because if you get all these, if you notice that the trans, well, I think that's what COVID was a lot of too. Well, the transgender issue too, it, it disproportionately affects like kind of like white affluent type people more than it does. That's actually a good point. I don't yes. see a lot of black or minority no. transgenders. And so now you're going to have less people actually having children. And then it's kind of this overarching plan where, well, let's just bring in millions of people across the border each month. You could apply that same logic to the gay community though. A hundred percent. And that's why the gay community that they get a lot of heat because they basically have to recruit children because they can't procreate on their own. No. Well, I actually have a simplified version of the explosion of transgender because America, all they care about is money. And every transgender child to adult is $1.5 million for a hospital. And it goes through Oh, it's, it's definitely, yeah. yeah. They, they, yeah, they like more that. just money driven. I think yeah. the further along that we get in this whole of, of like your common everyday listener learning about what the transgender process is, I think a lot of them don't know that it is literally like you will not be able to reproduce after that and you won't be able to have an orgasm after that. See, that's what that's what pisses me off, really. And this sounds weird talking about a kid's sex life. But when you give a kid, you mess up their sex organs before they can ever have sex. They'll never have an orgasm. Nope. They'll never know. So they don't even know what they're, they're missing. missing. And that's yeah. why, like, Howard Stern, he, he in the 90s, he would have a lot of trans people on. He would actually let them compete to win free breast implants. I, that was a, it was a great bit. It was uh -huh. awesome. He had Dr. Sal Calabro. He had, like, the doctor that would do him. It was great bits. But... Um, they would compete for breast implants and you would ask them, hey, are you going to get the surgery? And at that time, this was in the 90s and the early 2000s, they'd say, oh, there's not a doctor here that will do it. I had to go to the Philippines. Yeah. So, it, you know, it wasn't that long ago where it was insane to get it. And oftentimes the people would say this to go, even though I'm a girl, I'm not going to get the surgery because I still want to be able to have sexual pleasure. And obviously you're a sexual deviant if you're doing something with your <laughs> So don't you, I mean, not, maybe not all trans people are sexual deviants, but probably most of them want to have sex. I would assume yeah. so, yeah. I just I feel like we've hit this uh, this point in our society where we've really gone off the rails of common sense. Now we have pornography and she'll there's a, a lady that's going to come on in a week. She's actually local. She's in Fort Worth. And there's books in the children's library of pornography. Dude, and that's, homosexuality. In every, yeah. that's in every library. I was just in Idaho. They're trying to pass a bill to keep it out of there. And so well, I, I don't understand the premise behind this. Like, why do you want this exposed to children at young age? What is the point behind this? You no, know, and there's some really weird books. I was in Idaho and, and I went and spoke at one of their like, you know, um, state legislation meetings <clears throat> about uh, what was going on. And you go in the library and there's books. It was so weird about like. Timmy survived 9-11, but his parents died, and then they became gay parents. So what I'm saying is I saw this book, and, and so it has to do with, like, trans like Alex gay Jones parents. Level and like, I know. The towers and, and the, but that was a book that was in there, and how yeah. to bind your breasts. These are yeah. all books yeah, yeah, yeah. At, the, at the local library. Mm -hmm. You type in trans, it comes right up on the— Well, it definitely the, goes more to your point, though, with more state control, because now in Texas and other places, they were trying or push this idea of—not in Texas, I'm sorry. It was the idea of— if your child is in school and your child wants to go and become a trans person, they want to reserve the right not to inform the parents and help that child down that process without parental consent, which again, 
is you've now put the state and the LGBT together. And it's like, no wonder everybody is starting to hate the LGBT now. And I don't blame gays for this. I blame the transgender community. This is on you. This is what you're, you know, when people say you can't generalize the entire group of people, well, generally when it happens more times than not from your group of people, then yes, I am going to generalize you because I've seen nothing good come from the transgender movement whatsoever. So so John, quick question. I I had no idea. Yes, they're real. So yeah, yeah. I mean, they look good. But what, I mean, what does your brother think of this? It's ridiculous. He's a very, he's a, my brother, it's interesting to see where his life has gone. Now, my brother, love him to death, good guy. We're good terms. Uh, big drag queen back in the day. <laughs> but now he's married to his husband, Chad, and they they live a very normal life. Yeah. He went through the... I need to have him on the show because it'd be very yeah. interesting to pick his no, brain because he he was in the in crowd. He still yeah. is in the in crowd as far as the gay community. Yeah. And now he's like, John, he's like, I fucking hate them all. He's like, I, not the gay, he's like, yeah. politics. I don't like any of them. He's like, Trump, politics, or Republicans, I think they're all full of shit. But he's more now, he's like, just leave me alone. He's like, welcome to libertarianism. Yeah. Like, there it is, <laughs> welcome there. And so, but his idea though, he says the transgender thing, he's like, it's no, it's gone off the realm of insanity and it does more damage to the gay community because now they have become under that umbrella, which doesn't make sense to me because transgenderism isn't sexuality, it's identity, well, this- it's sexual identity. So it's like, how is it with the LGBT or how is it with the LGB? Well, even if you say LGBT, lesbian, bisexual, gay. You're, you're repeating it, yeah. Well, what I'm saying is. I'm just saying the same sexuality. Or tr- it contradicts itself because the B is for bisexual, which identifies that there's two sex, there's two sexual uh, yeah. genders. So, like but the these are Democrats. Do you never get, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's know, never going to make sense. If you're bisexual. That means you like both sexes. You don't like 25 sexes. It's not, mm. you know. So it's just kind of funny how in the saying that we all say for it, the acronym, whatever the proper term for it is, is literally contradicts itself. But that's where we live in the clown world. That just well, the, 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 to play devil's advocate, the way they counter that was this, that gender is a social or sex. Or so what's the cutoff? Then? I can feel like a science. unicorn. Like, get the fuck out of it. It's I'm not. I'm saying they love it's, science. That's not science. That's not science. That's psychology. That's, that's, a, that's That goes down a very, very weird road of, so we get to identify with our emotions and our feelings which is fine. That's according to you. But then there's this other thing called reality. And I don't have to subscribe to your way of thinking because I think your way of thinking does not meet social norms. But that's what they're trying to do now mm-hmm. is change and influence social norms to incorporate this insanity to normalize. I don't see like I just got back from Mexico. You know, the best part about down there is there's no gay shit. <laughs> you don't see the rainbow. It's just like, hey, live your life, drink a tequila, have a good meal, and shut the fuck up. Yeah. But in America, <laughs> no, Mexican, in America, yeah, it's Mexico so different. Awesome, yeah. Have a good meal and shut the shut fuck the fuck up. up. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit who you're fucking. Nobody cares. Yeah. And that's a great way to be. But in America, it feels like we have this younger generation, specifically Gen Z, that saw what the millennials and Gen Xs went through as far as fighting for equal rights for homosexuals, and they want to be a part of that. They want something to fight for. It's like, but this ain't it, dude. You've won that war. You need to find something else, or just live and be happy yeah. and shut the fuck up. Seriously, I agree. That, that Mexican lifestyle and they take siestas. I mean, we, oh, need, bro, to, it's, uh, we it's, need to go back to Mexico and move the show to Mexico. No, that would be fun. But You I, save I do, on labor, that's for sure. <laughs> you have to give a shout out my best friend, my favorite Gen Zer, Harry Sisson. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, <laughs> dude, this he kid. loves Harry. You poked that dude, man. It was on accident. I, it was, it and was he was on. nice to him. No, the worst thing is that Harry Sisson had him on his space and now they're like buddies. And Aww. Does he ever engage with any of your comments? Oh, no. No, but he if I like DM him, he responds. You take a very good approach to it, though. Like, you're really nice. Like, I saw that he called you out, yeah. or one of you two, and then you were like, hey, why don't you just come on the show? 
Well, come on the show. Jimmy's Let's talk. a nice guy. I mean, okay, so so Alex is confrontational, and I'm I'm the good cop. I'm just like, hey, that's just Alex. But you know, come on. Yeah. So that's yin and yang. Well, let's talk team. about it because I really am in the bad cop right now. I'm going <clears throat> mega viral. It's at six million views. Let's on talk Twitter. about this. Yes, the Twitter video that was posted. What was it yesterday? Yesterday at two p.m. The crazy Latina. Not even twenty four hours, and it's blowing up because you know I handled the situation in a reality TV show producer style that has triggered a lot of people because the video, if you're just looking at it mm-hmm. you know, from above, it's me and a Taco Bell. So that's already That's funny. your first mistake, I'm just right? That's already, <laughs> that's your first it's, mistake. It's what were you thinking going to Taco Bell, I'll t- I'll let me There's before, so many before I tell you the Mexican story. No, 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 before I tell you. Taco Bell. Yes, and I'm not going to argue you, You should John. be canceled just for that. What I fuck? agree, but because I'm a, I'm a plant-based pan, I'm a vegetarian, so I eat freaking bean and cheese burritos from there like twice a week. Um, but listen, that's not, don't even get onto my diet. <laughs> Bro, I know. okay. There's so much to unpack. I know. There's. We'll get into that, too. There's a lot to unpack. I'm a very odd bird, as they say. So. My point. Let me just give you the view. Going into Taco Bell. Let me just, before I tell you the story, let me just describe it. Because if you start describing this video, it's insane. It's like me kind of bullying a pregnant woman. <clears throat> so it's not. That if you say, okay, well, I didn't see that as bullying. Well, no, it's not necessarily bullying, but I can see how somebody would see that because I am kind of antagonizing her. But let me just tell you the story. So okay. Just, actually, before I tell the story, let's describe the video because we're not watching it. Sorry, Jimmy. I'm just kind of nervously, anxiously in my head playing it. Basically, what happened was is I'm in the, uh, oh, excuse me. Let me describe the video. It's me at a Taco Bell in a in a like suit with my tie on, so that's weird. And then you go in there and you see like a four foot tall. She's literally like four foot tall, <clears throat> pregnant Latina woman. And then basically she starts calling me the N word. And the reason why that is so triggering because people that are black don't like when other races use that word. But mm-hmm. then there's a lot of Hispanics who are like, oh, we can say that all the time, and no black people get mad. So now you have like Hispanics. And black people fighting about this video. Mm-hmm. And then you have people that are fighting uh, in the conservative side. It's because I'm like a conservative influencer and I'm like antagonizing <clears throat> her and filming it. So there's people that are mad about that. So it's triggering all these people. And basically what happened was, is I was at Taco Bell. I ordered on the app. I was in through. The, I was at the drive through. It was taking forever. They said, hey, pull around and come in. Usually they just tell you to pull, you know, and they'll come out to your car. So I was like, all right, I'll go in. There's like a long line. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I wait a second. That girl's actually at the front of the line. I hear her speak. She's actually an Uber Eats driver. She's like, I'm picking up an order for Jose or whatever. And they kind of like dismissed her. And then when they dismissed her, I walked up. And I guess that's what made her mad is I guess technically I kind of cutted. But I didn't cut. I just walked up. I was like, hey, is my food ready? They didn't recognize me that I was just from the drive-thru. I was like, you just told me to come in. She had no idea who I was. And I, was, I guess the only thing I said was, if anything was disrespectful, and I don't think I was disrespectful at all to the customers, I was like, <clears throat> I was just the, in the drive-thru. I guess you don't recognize me. I mean, that's maybe what she got mad about. And she's like, oh, no, I didn't. No, just we're, we're overstaffed. Just, you know, wait in the back. We'll call your name when it's ready. I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden, that girl's just like, get behind me, N-word. And I'm like, what? And she's like dropping the N-bomb before I start filming. And I'm like, oh, my God. If you got bad, that would have been. That's what I'm saying. The beginning of the video would definitely have the hit. But at the same token, everybody said you were instigating. What were you instigating? Well, it's not that. It's that she was obviously on she was highly irritable on the edge. And then I, she, in the video, I started filming. She's like, I don't give a fuck N word if you film me. So she's already like hyphy. I should have just, and she hits me once. Like kind of like that. That's the other thing I wanted to get to. That's technically assault. Of course. But I'm not gonna- I know, I know that, but I, everybody in the comments, honestly, look, I, I look at this entire video and people are upset about this. Who gives a fuck? I know, but if it's you want to be triggered over that, like go, go be, fu- there's more important things to be triggered about know, than some I- fucking racist Latina that's assaulting a white dude in a Taco Bell. But it's like, he was instigated. The bitch was acting like a complete fucking little shithead. It's like, I'm, I honestly said it in one of the 
the comments. You're lucky and turn around and pop her in the fucking face. Yeah, I you know. want equal rights, bitch. You start assaulting. You want to hit like a man. You could get to knock the fuck down like a man. Yeah, like, don't fucking do that. that. That's that's assault. That's fucking assault. See, but but I, when I watched the video, you were just kind of like, whoa. Like when you said that she was on drugs, I'm like, I mean, we're all kind of like, eh. well, she only got that mad because she probably was on drugs. Yeah, was she pregnant or was she just fat? I think she was pregnant. I no, think good she lord. Was pregnant. Yeah, I, I think she was working. It's a hundred degree heat. I see. I am empathetic to the trolls that are talking crap about me. I do actually <laughs> see your side, but the reality TV show producer, and I'm not trying to keep using that as an excuse. When she started saying the N word, I'm like, I got to film this. Now looking back, I should have been more jovial and goofy, but the I could tell that she was like strung out. So I didn't know that the she hits me once, and I should have left. Then. Well, Jimmy's just getting the shit kicked well, out. Well, I think that wasn't that hard. Her first hit was kind of like that. It, it yeah, wasn't yeah. that bad. Yeah. But the second one was like. Boom! You know, yeah. I mean, it didn't really hurt, but the second one, she, you know, was mm -hmm. actually hit me. The first one, that's when I necessarily, like, theoretically, excuse me, looking back, I probably should have been like, "All right, ma'am, you're having a bad day. You already hit me once." But instead, I just filmed there and started laughing at her, and that just. But that type of behavior, though, like, I'm, I'm no, sorry. No, she's in the wrong, but I wasn't 100%. in the right either. But it's a super viral video, and. Be careful what you wish for. It's I'm always like just a day in Taco Bell. I was about to say know, this, that's what happens when you go to Taco Bell. But it's also funny because Jimmy and I like come up with ideas. We write songs. You have to do this stuff. And, and this get, is what gets you viral. I know. It gets 100,000 <laughs> views. gets 10,000 views sometimes. Yeah. And we're like, oh, man. And then I d it was just trying to get a bean cheesy, a cheesy bean and rice burrito. And we're going to get 10 million hits on Twitter because of it. And I and I, I think my might get make, make some money from it. I yeah. And the new Twitter thing I think I've been seeing everybody post about is you get ad revenue now. Yeah. But I don't even <clears> trust those numbers. I, I'm friends with a lot of people that are getting it. I'm not saying that they're lying, mm. but I, I don't know if those numbers, some of the big numbers, like my friend, Claire, she, well, she got, I think like 800 million Twitter impressions, which I don't even get that much. Uh, you know, I get like 25 to 30 million a month, which is still really good. But she got nearly $8,000. And I think all those payments were actually for like a two or three month period, not one month. Okay. So when you see like Brian Krasenstein make $25,000, that's not just from one month. Yeah. From what I, I really, I'm speculating this on what I'm seeing other people talk about and how mm -hmm. they're describing it and how they think it's like more, it's not necessarily just one month's worth of revenue. But I mean, if I can make a thousand bucks a month on Twitter, I mean, I'm, heck yeah, I need it. Let's go. It's going to be interesting to see where Twitter goes with this because I know they are hurting for ad revenue, ad sponsor, stuff like that. Because I told you prior to the show, like we want to, well, Shellshock wants to work with them. Yeah. And we had a call with Twitter and we had a call with their cannabis department. And they basically told us like, yeah, your first ad spend with us is gonna have to be no less than forty thousand. Like, okay, yeah, we got that. Let's do yeah. it. Because I'd run some some smaller ads just to see if it would actually pick it up, and it did. We got ROI on. Well, this have week. you seen? I started to cut you off, but every freaking ad I get is Cheech and Chong CBD yeah. gummy. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. were spending millions yes, of they dollars. Are. They were spending millions. They're they're opening up the floodgates on that one now. But it's like for us, we were telling them, it's like yes, we're ready. We would be willing to do this. Just right off the open door, absolutely. We can do. We will cover that ad spend. And then she finds out who I am. And she's like, you've made death threats on Twitter. I was like, no, making a trans shooter joke is not death threats. Oh, wow. They, she Elon, said that? Your rep said that to you? Yep. And they said, we will not do business with you. We will not take This is after Elon purchased it. This is like maybe a month ago. So basically, wow. when she said that you've made death threats, like, show me the death threat. I yeah, made a death why threat. is my account still up? Exactly. Well, no, this is, I, dude, I get banned on Twitter all oh, the time. Yeah, I think my there. Twitter right now, it's like John Burke 39. Before <laughs> that, it was like the All-American Sab, whatever. Yeah. But... The point was, though, I told her, it's like, so you're not going to do business with me because I made a trans shooter joke, which is dark humor, but that's not against the law. And Elon's own words were, as long as it doesn't violate the law, you can say it on Twitter. I think Elon's a hypocrite at this point. He won't reinstate Alex Jones. 
Yeah. Kanye has been unbanned for all the anti-Semitism he put out. Mm-hmm. You're, and I don't even agree with Nick Fuentes. I think Nick Fuentes yeah. absolutely but not. Nick but Nick Fuentes should be allowed to be on there. 100%. So if you're going to call it a free speech platform, then put your money where your fucking mouth is and stop banning these people unless they violate the terms of services, which I get and I understand. But I'm sorry. Posting a swastika is not violating terms of services in regards to free speech. It's not illegal. Well, and we're not going to be on the pro swastika side, but there is. No, absolutely. Yeah. But, but I'm saying but no, no, that's no, where they go with that argument. Yeah, we're it's anti-swastika, like, but oh, yeah. uh, there is. Well, there, we got a juice. Yeah, exactly. But no, to your point, John, there there was, and I think it, I don't know if it went all all the way to this the Supreme Court, but where the reason why I went viral or why you even know me is because I started going to these like public city mm-hmm. council meetings, and there's actually a case where they were discussing me, and they're like, "Yeah, we can't throw him out." And they're like, "Why can't we throw him out?" He said something anti-Semitic, and I I, I don't even think I've even said anything. That's the problem. It's speaking. the interpretation of what you say that people. We've seen this of really course. profoundly with the Democratic Party that when you can make a statement like I just did, saying you should be able to put the schwats together, you should be able to be whatever you want. That's free speech, but they automatically associate that with. Well, then you support Hitler. It's like you you miss. The overall point, it has nothing to do with supporting Hitler. It's the idea that you can say things as a liberal I'm not going to agree with. Say, for example, you do want to chop the nuts off of a three-year-old because you're transgender bullshit. You should have the right to say it. I agree. So it's kind of like that sword cuts two ways, but they don't see that side of it. All they do is they have the simple-mindedness to say, well, then who likes Hitler? Well, Kanye does. I personally don't. I think he was a madman. But still, you should have the right under free speech to say whatever the hell you want to say. But that's the problem with Twitter. Elon is saying that, but you're not doing it. Yeah, well. I still see conservatives like that Don LaCour, Limker, or Limke, I forget his name. He's a black veteran. He's on Twitter. He's blowing up. I don't follow the dude. Oh, Don LaCour. Yeah, the they yeah, banned him too. Yeah, and then he got his account back. back. Well, but it's like, why are you banning them? Well, he, they banned him because he shared like some, you know, sort of like Pizzagate-esque uh, stuff. And they tried to say it was It's child. still free speech, well, though. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing. It's like, I, I'm not pro-swastika, but you should be able to post a swastika, too, if you're exposing other people posting. So, like, you know, you, you, we, ha- we can't block, block free them. speech. Yeah, just block them. Well, I'm just saying, if we stop it, then we can't expose the bad stuff that's happening. Like, that's this, true. This is the thing is, I'm anti-white supremacist, but Howard Stern, back in the 90s, I keep on bringing his references. He used to have this guy, Daniel Carver, on, who was like the grand Ku Klux Klan wizard <clears throat> at the time. Mm-hmm. He was a regular guest, and he would have him on and say this stuff and just lampoon him. Like, you need to hear these crazy yeah. things so you can almost disagree with it. If you don't even know it exists, yeah. it just... That's that's almost worse in society. So I think you can expose it and say, "Hey, this exists. It's wrong. This yeah. is bad." But it should still be able to exist. If we hide it, it's just kind of like you know sweeping the problem under the rug. And I think it only gets worse and only breeds more like hate. Yeah. And it just it, it goes against what I think the overall if they're evil people, is. let them expose themselves as being evil people, yeah. and then let others make up their mind. I don't like the idea of a government entity or a social media entity being able, like Instagram is getting really bad right now. Oh, Instagram, really bad. bad with the censorship to the point where um, you post anything, and if it if it even remotely rubs them the wrong way, they're going to pull your account down instantly. So then, Blair what White, it, <clears throat> you, you probably don't like her. That trans, the trans person. I, I don't hate him. I, I, I don't I, agree with him. Yeah, but but uh, Blair just got uh, uh, their account. I guess is that what you'd probably say. Uh, um, got their account. That, that's I'm the, sorry, look, I, I don't understand the conservatives problem. these days. That's I the, don't get conservatives. Like, I really well, she's don't. She's more of a libertarian, or he, or whatever you want to say. I think <laughs> she's, a, she's a beautiful, lovely, and sexiest woman I've ever seen. That's <laughs> a dude. What, well, you know, to you. I'm freaking out yeah. because he, she's kind of hot. <laughs> am I gay? I don't know what I am yeah. anymore. <laughs> a person has no, a penis. But, but Blair, Blair posted right a picture. You want to do yeah. Yeah, Blair posted a picture with a gun, and now... They posted the screenshot and it says, and I guess it's a new thing on Instagram that 
non-followers can't see their profile. Yeah, they just happen to be on my page too, yeah. I'm like, I run dating libs. So how do you- It's a social justice dating site. And all I do is take pictures from these dating things of the craziest crap and post just dating libs. And I just got <laughs> flagged and they said, we will not show your account to non-followers now because of your, your bio. What's in your bio? My actual name, dating libs. I'm like, oh, wow. what's offensive about that? What if it was a legitimate dating service called dating liberals or dating conservatives, dating Republicans? What's offensive by this? So it's hit to such an extreme level of censorship that it's like, it's not even fun anymore. And Twitter has the opportunity to become that. But what, we, what Elon's doing, or maybe it's not him. Maybe it's still, I mean, he hired that WEF chick to be the new CEO. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing, bro? You're bringing the enemy back in. Like, you're having a hard enough time kicking them out. And you're bringing them right back in. What do you expect's going to happen? Well, I, I want to like Elon. And now we're going to really get QAnon. But, dude, Elon is so full of crap on a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, I just, I think... I, I do want to be like a, you were saying the free speech advocate, but mm -hmm. dude, he's not. He doesn't. No, he's not. No, I, know. I mean, he's just not this. He's not this hero. If he wants to hook a computer to your brain to be able to park a Tesla, he's not yeah. you know, this hero. Well, he went after Alex Jones when they talked about. And I'm not the biggest Alex Jones fan, but I do believe that Alex Jones should have a platform. He should be able to say whatever he wants to say. And it's like, look, I've heard some of the things he says. I don't agree. I don't think he should be censored because why? The only reason you censor somebody is you're afraid of what they're saying. Now, when Elon said that he's not going to let Alex Jones back on because you don't use kids as political pawns in regards to what Alex Jones said relating to Sandy Hook, I think it was. Yeah. It's like, fair enough. But even still, you cannot turn around and call yourself a free speech platform, and yet you are going to ban him yeah. because you disagree with what he, I thought it was a shitty thing for him to say. But still, I think it's a shitty thing for a lot of people. I think it's a shitty thing for Trump to call and accuse DeSantis of being a pedophile. It's like, bro, it's still totally free speech. Did Trump accuse him? Yeah, 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 yeah. He called Ron DeSantis a pedophile. Because he had that picture with those high school girls or yeah. whatever. Oh, Trump did? Trump said that? Yeah, he literally yeah. said, like, I think he didn't use the word pedophile, but, but he, underage. He, he, he was implying. Like, oh, I saw that. So, so, yeah, like, I saw that tweet. That, See, that, I didn't even, I just, oh, I just yeah. brushed it. See, that's really And that's on. why I got beef with Tim Cast. He'll sit there. I used to have a lot of respect for Tim Pool because yeah. he was a Tim's centrist. my friend, so Tim rules, but go ahead. Yeah, he, was, he, was, he was a centrist, and he would take a very good view on a lot of things, but now he's accused the DeSantis camp of doing a lot of things of what the Trump camp's been doing. It's like, look, you can demonize them both. You can criticize them both. Say, look, stop using AI pictures. John Don Don Jr. did it too towards uh, DeSantis. Like, mm -hmm. so why aren't you condemning them? If all I see is condemnation for one side, that leads me to believe that's the side that you're going to be uh, the opposite to. And I, I listen, <clears throat> I have Tim's back no matter what, but I am kind of surprised how much he has been on Trump's train. Yeah, I, I know. I, I, did, I, I mean, I would even say that to him in person. So I don't yeah. like, I don't think I'm speaking out of school as I say, but he really likes Trump right now. And I, like, which that's fine. I that's, fine. that's great. Yeah. But at least show if you, if you consider yourself, Someone that's going to have an unbiased, the attempt to have the most unbiased which perspective possible. He does. He he does to, well, not with this one. I know. That's what which calls into question everything else. I'm like, bro, what's going on here? Yeah, he has he has really been riding with Trump. And I don't even think he really liked Trump this much when Trump was running for president. Yeah, no, but he I would didn't, tell Tim. which is weird. But yeah. like, dude, you didn't have... <laughs> the problem I have with Trump right now is I've seen what DeSantis has been doing in Florida. When DeSantis mm -hmm. first hit the scene, nobody really knew who this dude was. Mm -hmm. But then he was doing a lot of great things to fight the culture war in Florida, which inspired Abbott, Noam, and other governors to jump on this train and start fighting back. He's CRT, the sexualization of children, yada, yada, yada. And he's doing it. He's at least making strides towards it. They still have red flag laws there, which wasn't him as his predecessor, but it's like, that's what you need to be addressing right now. So I, I'm, from, Flo I'm from Florida, so I grew up in Jacksonville. I remember the first time it really hit me was <clears> November 2020, I went home for Thanksgiving mm -hmm. and everything was open. Mm -hmm. Like bars were open, like 
like I was just like, oh my gosh, like Florida is actually like a different country. And I was yeah. coming from Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Texas. So we were shut like, down. Yeah. Wow. Like DeSantis, like he's really like, it was. Mm-hmm. The thing that really I can respect me. about him is he changed course and said, we were wrong. We're doing this now. That's fine. But that's so easy to do. And I'm not even trying to talk crap about DeSantis. Go ahead, just yeah. feel the, feel the pulse of your constituents and do what they want. It's like, mm-hmm. it would, I don't think it's that hard to be a successful politician. I mean, I'm sure it's hard to get legislation passed, but if you actually try like what DeSantis saw, he saw, Oh, people are raged about Disney. Let me go after Disney and I'll become a culture war hero. So like, I don't <clears> even think it's that hard. I mean, it's smart. If you're, if your constituents are wanting this, mm-hmm. if they're anti CRT, then be anti CRT. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, well, but that's, that's the issue I took though, is that DeSantis was taking that position. And then when he announced that he was going to right before he announced before he was going to run, Trump start, went after him hard. Trump knew he was going to run. Yeah. Um, but he went after him hard. But he did some of the most slimy underbelly stuff that I've ever seen. It's like, we don't have to do this. We don't have to divide the voter base to this extent. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. If Trump, and I, I do think Trump will secure the primary. I do. Yeah, I but and even if he does, I'll vote for him. But the the infighting that I have seen has been nothing short of leftist tactics to the point where it's been so disgusting. The pedophile accusations, the most recent one that really just turned me off to Trump is accusing DeSantis of being in league with the DOJ to prosecute him. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Bro, you are reaching at this point. Yeah. Well, so, and the other thing, and I, I'm gonna let you so I just, this has been on my mind. I keep seeing that this common thread between most MAGA, and I don't have beef with MAGA people, vote for whoever you want. But the thing that aggravates me is when you say, you know, he should be loyal. Okay, let's talk about loyalty. <laughs> what about the January Sixers that were locked up and politically prosecuted that weren't even stepping foot on the Capitol ground? Yeah. Where the fuck was Trump for them? Oh, two years later, we dropped an iTunes thing. And like, but the I, I've interviewed some of these people. They are under house arrest. Have they cannot Brandon work. On. We yeah. had him on. He was based, he was. Oh he yeah, got, baked Alaska. No, no, Brandon he's one Straka, of them. But he's one of he, them. He, no, didn't, show. he didn't walk in, and he was put in solitary confinement. Yeah, like where was Trump for that? Yeah. But meanwhile, he can go out there and cry and beg for donations for his legal. He's being sued right now because apparently, like forty million got donated, and they realized a lot of that was for his legal defense fund. It's like, no, this is not what it's for. And it's like you want to raise all this money for you, which is fine. But these people went to bat for you. Granted, and I'm not talking about the ones that went violent. And I'm not talking about the, I'm talking about the ones that were politically prosecuted unjustly. And you were absent. And you want to talk about leadership. And then the text from John Jr. that got leaked from him and that other dude said he needs to address this now. And tell him and they it just there was so dude, much and there was agent provocateurs absolutely. there. He should have exposed that within that eleven days. He should have said, Hey, there's people within our own deep state mm-hmm. that were uh, you know, bad yeah. actors in this. So anybody to give us your name, you're gonna get a blanket pardon from me. And he should have spent any money he had on hiring attorneys to be mm-hmm. able to spend that one week. If he Kamal, had to get 10, and I hate, I hate saying this, but Kamal at least had the balls to go out there in the BLM protest and, and say, and part give him bail money. Yeah. I don't agree with that, but they at least simp for their own. Trump left him to dry. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? You want loyalty? And if the tables had turned, Hillary Clinton would have freaking pardoned all those rioters if they were rioting for her. 100%. I mean, I'm sure Barack Obama would doesn't justify it, but at least they would yeah. have made the attempt. Absolutely. I, I mean, I think in New York, like they had to pay out like ten million dollars to the BLM. Oh riot. my god, yeah, I they saw all got thirteen yeah. million or thirteen thousand dollars a piece. I mean. So these liberal places, they, they'll help the people that help them. Yeah. Trump is not really helping the people mm. that had his back the most. No. It's 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 sad because we actually we did good under Trump. Like the economy yeah, was flourishing. Gas was cheap. Dude, there's no freaking excuse that our gas is not dirt cheap. We should be drilling in Dallas. I mean, <laughs> drilling in Texas. Well, but theoretically, what are you going to get in Dallas? Well, in Midland, I, I, yeah. there, there actually are, uh, uh, you know, right in the in Oklahoma, there's actually yeah. oil and gas yeah. in North Texas. Mm-hmm. But the, don't even get me started on that. Yeah. There's enough oil and gas in Pennsylvania to power the entire world. There's yeah. enough oil and gas in Alaska. So yeah. we need to be drilling 
that instead yeah. of spending all of our money giving it to Ukraine. It's so stupid. It's, yeah. And, and, and that's another thing in the conservative side. People are like really anti social services. I'm not even anti social services. I'm anti the waste that we spend on weapons that we don't even need to use. When, if we could actually use that money, then maybe we could actually do some humanitarian help. But because we're wasting all of our money with bombs and killing people because that's the only industry America produces. We're just a killing machine instead of actually helping. And like, I get a lot of heat, and you you're probably won't agree with this too, John. Dude, our healthcare system, we are a first world country, but we have the lowest life expectancy rate of any mm. first world country. I we, know li that. we live the shortest and we spend the most on. Uh, oh, it's a money grab, yeah. And we, yeah, and we spend the most on medical care per person. So it doesn't make sense. We spend the most money, but have the worst outcome. <clears throat> so our system is totally screwed. So I think I don't want the government to regulate any industry. I don't like it really. That's they... the causation behind every single one of these problems that you just listed is government interventionism for the sake of bringing the lower class up to the middle class. It's the pathway to hell is paved with good. And look at academia. Academia used to not be nearly as expensive as it is. Why? Well, because back during the days, it wasn't like the government was going to invest a lot of money in these grants and these scholarship programs. Uh, it's turned basically from capitalism into corporatism. And the government incentivized this with good intentions. But ultimately, it's you, middle and class, and the rest of us that pay the most. And it's not justified. Like, I'm, I, like this is the other thing that I love that Republicans are pushing now in the Trump versus DeSantis things. Like, DeSantis wants to abolish Social Security. So the fuck do I? Fuck yeah. Social Security. That was invented back in 35 by FDR. We never should have had that. Because that's basically just saying it's a social, it's in the fucking name, social security. Yeah. Why am I paying? And there's there's ways that we could approach this to do away with it gradually, not just cut it off from people that paid into it. There's a way to gradually cut this off because I feel it's my responsibility to spend my money and invest in my future. It's not the government's role because the same people that would sit there and say they're against government funded health care, meaning why should I pay because you will want to go smoke two packs of cigarettes a day. They have lung cancer and I got to pay that bill partially. Then how is that any different than you, me, me paying into social security? It's the same premise behind it. And yet Republicans embrace and say, well, they want to abolish Social Security. It's like, I 100% think we should. Absolutely. I like, I love a lot of what Rand Paul has to say on a lot of this stuff. But this infighting, like I keep seeing between both of these camps, it's like, it's very confusing because people have adopted leftist tactics. Like, where do you really stand then? So when you talk about health outcomes, I know you go, you went viral for fat shaming people. But Absolutely. I know your fitness, did you see the news about fitness icon Lizzo? Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No, go, go ahead with this. Yeah. Well, I mean, not only fat shaming people, her dancers are suing her because she allegedly made them eat bananas out of prostitutes' vaginas. Wait, say that again? Yeah. She allegedly yeah, stuck a made her dancers eat bananas out of prostitutes' vaginas. Was it proven or just an accusation? Multiple dancers are filing lawsuits saying what I just said. And... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, there is a lot of that too in Hall. Well, we say obviously the that it's Hollywood, but it's like when they're going on tour and stuff. I'm not surprised those backup dancers are not doing. I mean, weird sexual stuff. They're all kind of doing weird sexual stuff on those tours. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They so are. I mean, absolutely. This is not, they are. But they have to change in a locker room too. It's almost kind of like a football team, you know. You kind of so like hazing and weird stuff like that. Lizzo is real. It's what I think is my point. Lizzo's thing though is. Um, I, the fact that she even got to play, was it James Madison's flute or yeah. John Adam, James Madison? Yeah. Like she got to play his flute and she's out there twerking. It's like, you see, this is what happens when you're an idiot. Yeah, see, John, get, that, that's just where you and I are so different. I love that. Like I live in like her politics. Yeah, because first of all, she is a talented flute player and who oh, gives a shit? She's not. No, I'm yeah. saying, who gives a shit? She's like the number one flute player in the world. And this is like, that's just a, well, you know. What, what's the line for you then? 
Well, what, I mean, what's the line for you? This is well. I'm just saying that she stuck the flute inside of her like freaking American. That would Pie, not right? have been good. Yeah, that would have been. Well, the line. But that's the line then. Yeah, but if she played it, what she did, and the fact that she was twerking, I mean, who kids? I just don't care about that. I think that's kind of funny. But yeah, uh, if it was anybody else's flute, it's kind of like respect the symbology behind the, what that flute. Oh, comes I understand. From. She could have done that. Is, yeah. and, and 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 like she would tell you, both can be right. Like, or you know, she should have probably shown a little more respect. And, uh, but at the same time, it's like, she is a famous flute player. I don't think I, I, this is what I would argue with you. Whose flute was it? Thomas Jefferson's? Who was Uh, it? James Madison. James Madison. Uh, So it's an old flute. It's a very old prestigious flute. Yeah. I would think that James Madison would be okay with her playing that flute. Get the fuck out of here. I swear. Why why would he care? Maybe. I'm sure that he probably had slaves play flutes there. I mean. It might have been Ben Franklin who made, had like multiple children with his. That was Thomas Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. They all had. He loves him some of that chocolate. Yeah. That's his wet dream. Yeah. I so, think that's that is there's a lot of points that the Democrats do have in regards to how the founding fathers were very hypocritical. It's like, yeah, you have you have grounds there. But even they talked about George Washington. They all did want to abolish slavery, but they said we're not there yet. Like we can't handle that yet due to the economic infrastructure kind of like they wouldn't, a lot of be, wouldn't be able to yeah, support. Yeah, but that's, that's why it was like it was on the table. All the white guys like, oh, yeah, not yet. So it's like, yeah, there's a lot of hypocrisy in this country. But show me one country that was not founded out of where there was no hypocrisy. Well, it doesn't just, exist. Daniel Tosh has a funny bit about this. He's like, yeah. Fuck the founding fathers. They were writing all men are created equal. Not you, Jerome. I mean, I do like, I saw Tosh in concert. One, he's, he's pretty funny. He, he's a stand-up. He is very talented. He's, he's really good. He's yeah. really good. Like Tosh.0 and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But man, yeah, there, there's so much in the society right now. And I think social media seems to be like the the baseline of all the evil, all the the stress, the anxiety, the mental anguish, it all comes from social media. Because you open up your phone and you scroll and it's just like you were exposed to so much in such a short period of time. They call it doom scrolling now. Mm-hmm. And it's like I find myself doing I, it sometimes I, I as well. I have a question about that because like ever since being Alex's producer, <clears throat> now I'm like it's part of my job to like figure out all the stories of the day, what's trending, what's viral. Yeah. And it's like hard for me to turn my brain off because I get, especially during Pride Month, I get all the worst stories, the angriest <laughs> yeah. things. Like seriously. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, there's, oh, there's in Seattle, there's uh, nudists showing their dicks to little kids on yeah. the street. I'm just like so angry. Yeah. But I was like, how do I like, I don't know if you or you have a way to kind of like turn it off when I'm home because like I'm home with my wife and I'm just thinking about how mad I am at these people that don't really affect my life. I just saw them because I'm on Twitter. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how to how to engage and be informed without letting it ruin my brain. Lots of vacations, man. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's impossible. I forget what grade yearbook it was, but I was looking at the other day and it said in there, it's like, what did you learn this year? And it's on the yearbook. And I was like, I learned about the information superhighway, the internet. And Mm. that's what I said in there. It was like the thing I learned in school that year. But my, my point is, is as soon as they gave us access to instant information with the internet from the first person that was able to do like the, you know, a Reddit type uh, message board, mm-hmm. it was over. It yeah. was done. I'm just saying the first message board, uh, that's when the toxicity came in. So because we're able to connect, I mean, the military originally created the internet so that they could share data from military base to military base. That's mm-hmm. how the internet started. They had all this like, you know, d- data. And they're like, how do we check this data from our military base? They're like, oh, well, we can create this computer system or blah, 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 blah. So because we were able to share this information, now kids are always going to be indoctrinated. They're always going to have access to pornography. So that yeah. will never stop. So it doesn't matter how many laws they're going to put in place. Yeah. A kid can go on the internet and get basically sexually assaulted by themselves because mm-hmm. then they're going to have like, 
unrealistic <clears throat> visions of sex. So yeah. the, the toxicity of the internet is sadly only going to get more toxic. So we talk about like the doom scrolling. It's even much worse than that. Yeah. It's, it's it's even worse than just the social media, mm -hmm. it, it, the emails, everything, how we rely on it. Because I, like we talk about uh, Tim Pool talking about, he's always like civil war, civil war. I don't even think Trump could get arrested. I don't think that will cause a civil war. Maybe if they try to take our guns, that potentially could cause a civil war. But I know for a fact, if they turn off the internet for one day and people couldn't go to Bank of America and withdraw money from the ATM or they couldn't go online and check their thing, people would be shooting each other in the street. Guarantee it. Or you, you went to Taco Bell? No, no, seriously. I know that sounds crazy. You go to Taco no, Bell. No, 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 no. You don't know, but let me get to the point. John, you go to the Taco Bell and they're saying our computer system down. We can't, you can't get a hamburger. People would go crazy if they went okay, to wait, McDonald's okay, and could so not hold on, get a hamburger. You're, okay. Well, hold on. Think so the internet got shut down. We, you like nothing. No, worked. I think society would probably do go back to being a lot more cordial and respectful. Oh, not no, not because eventually, eventually yeah, yeah, oh yeah, there's going to be a lot. Of apps. You're going to you're going to go through withdrawals. That's why they didn't ban yeah. liquor stores during COVID because they didn't want the uh, all the alcoholics to go through the withdrawals and shit like that. You know that, right? I didn't realize that was. Yeah, yeah. They, they kept the liquor stores open to keep people liquored yeah. up, and well, the people it's that essential, were essential. They called. Yeah, it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that an essential employee to keep people drunk at home, not doing anything. Yeah. But I think there would be a withdrawal period, absolutely. But I think society would get a lot better without the internet. Yeah, I'm sure because I. I remember a day and age you'd call somebody's house phone you'd talk to their mom you had to have the mm -hmm. you the internet creates all these anti-social characteristics yeah we don't have to actually interact with somebody in person and we can yeah. just call them the n-word or you know we'll have yeah. a sock account say the most disgusting repugnant stuff that you would never say to somebody in the streets and now that's bleeding over into the streets where now everybody's just like getting assaulted randomly yeah. and getting you know they're in san francisco you can't even put a car in the non-trunk if you put it if you have an suv and you have a bag in it and you park it anywhere in downtown san francisco your car's gonna get smashed in and they're gonna see really the bag. oh right now they have the most smashing grabs it's a record numbers in san francisco so yeah i mean society all of that toxicity on the internet is sadly spilling over into society right now yeah it's only gonna get worse too yeah it's only gonna get worse I mean, the fix, honestly, is like to the point where every time I get banned on something, it's kind of like a godsend because it's just one more thing to unplug and not have constantly in my brain. We all should log off more, but except for stay on this, watch this show and watch our YouTube <laughs> primetime with Alex Stein. But no, that's why we're such hypocrites ourselves. We're sitting here telling us to log off. Yeah, we're yeah. making podcasts. But this is the only way that we can really <clears throat> basically get our message across. And mm -hmm. actually, you know, we, we can people can say, oh, you're a grifter. I think somebody called us that. It's like. No, actually, we're not the grifters. The grifters are like the big uh, production studios and the big companies. We're literally just trying to create this content with the money in our pocket, trying mm. to create entertainment. That what's the grift? I got accused of that people, all the time. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 what's the grift? For making a show making or having money. a podcast. Making money is the no, grift. It's, yeah. like, it's like it's like, yeah. dude, I'm making a podcast. Like I'm making entertainment. I'm fighting against the system. I'm doing this on my own. Like you're calling that a grifter because I'm I'm trying to grind and trying to create something. That's the worst, most toxic description of. Usually, when it comes to somebody talking shit about you or what it is that you're doing, I found more oftentimes than not, it's coming from a place of their own insecurities. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I've had so many conversations where like it'll deescalate a little bit and then they'll actually come forward with the truthful reason. Like, look, man, be honest with you. I just, I'm not really doing much in my life right now. I see what you're doing. I'm kind of pissed at myself. It's like, hey man, I get it. I understand that. It's like, but I'm not your enemy. Like, why, why are you coming after me? Well, because I get a lot of that message, like, Alex, I want to work for you. And then if I don't respond, then like a month later, like, fuck you. Yeah, you, know? you don't care about me. Yeah, exactly. It's bro, like, you get that all the time. Yeah, yeah. That or, or yeah. share my GoFundMe. Share my GoFundMe. I share everything. It's like, bro, I'm share, not investigating right? your GoFundMe. I ain't got time for that. Yeah, I mean, I had one dude I just had to block because I was on my Facebook page. I was posting about the show and stuff. 
And he started like posting his GoFundMe in my comments. Like, number one, that's disrespectful to me. Yeah. You didn't ask my permission to do that. You're, you're basically strapped hanging on my posts. Because, yeah. and normally I wouldn't care, but I don't know what you're trying to raise money for. Yeah, and they're spamming it by just <clears throat> oh, yeah. commenting on multiple uh, tweets. Yeah, oh, no, the GoFundMe was, it's from a veteran. And I love veteran community because, oh my God, these people are, oh. It's like with some of these dudes, like they're, they're worth, it's, it's one of the most toxic communities out there. I imagine. One so. of the most a lot toxic. Of mental health issues. But see, that's yeah. another thing. When we talk about our, our military industrial complex, they spend so many money on bombs. Why don't we actually help our veterans when we get back here? Like, you don't think, I don't think anybody would care if we gave them free college and a free house and a free, you know. Well, just, they do give us free college I when know, you're in, yeah. And you get a, I'm just saying. No, we don't get a free house. We get the VA benefits. Well, that's what though. I'm saying. It's we should death. give some land. We should give <clears throat> our soldiers more stuff so they come back and they have a better life so they don't have to struggle as much. But then you're also removing the idea of sacrifice the reason you join is for personal sacrifice you're not you you join with the understanding and knowing that you're not getting anything from this you're getting three hots in a cot you're getting a bit you're getting an education which is it's that's a lot but the I, idea of I promising them, them more i'm socialist aoc give our soldiers more <laughs> give them free whatever the hell they want because they wouldn't risk their ass on yeah. the line i think like and i'm not saying that the virtue signal because you're talking in a realistic sense like we can't just give everybody free stuff which yeah. i agree with that too but still we should be doing better for our vets oh i 100 agree yeah. And, you know, when people talk about like social or universal health care, the biggest example you can give them as why it doesn't work is the VA. The oh, one yeah. thing that Trump did that I really, well, not the one thing, but Trump did a lot of things I did agree with. He, he agreed with, let me first put this out there that people listen to the show. People hit me up. It's like, where do you stand on, do you support Donald Trump? And it's like, which policy? Well, what do you, do you support? It's like, no, which policy? Tell me the policy and I will tell you where I stand. Mm -hmm. It's not a zero sum game for me. And I feel like it's where politics is gone. But Trump did do away with the Federal Protections Act that basically within the VA system, um, which is the prime example of why government healthcare does not do the stories I could tell you. Um, uh, my mind goes all over the place with this one, but he did away with the federal protections act because basically VA employees say the front desk worker, she's a federal employee, her job, her minimum quota is to schedule 25 appointments a day. Once she's done that, she will sit on her ass and do nothing else. Yeah. Meanwhile, those veterans in the waiting room, and this is not all VAs, I'm not demonized, but there's a lot of VAs that operate like this. And so once that stuff started coming to light, I'd go to the VAs and I'd blast them on social media, get Congress people involved. We were doing a lot of good and on my own dime. Nobody was paying me. So I was like, why'd you stop doing it? Because I was fucking broke. I didn't have any money. I didn't start Shell Shock yet. I was, I had this massive following, but I wasn't making any money. So it was like, my thing was like, I saw how veterans are getting treated. It's like, this shit pissed me the fuck off. But I'd schedule, I'd stage these things like, hey, I need veteran support. And few people would show up. And it's like, well, if you don't give a fuck, why the fuck should I care? But the point was, though, with that employee that would sit there, or you'd have an employee, there was a very viral story about three or four years ago where that veteran, elder veteran, was laying on the floor. And she wouldn't let him sit in a chair. He had to lay on the floor because of his back. And they crucified her. And all that VA did was they moved her to a different department. We're just, we're just moving the cancer here. You should have fired her ass. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah. But that's what happens when you have government health care. The incentivization for competition with a local hospital is non-existent. So their level of care, and you can you can take this to anything like Canada, overseas in Europe, it goes to the fucking ground. They don't give a shit. They know they're getting paid no matter what. So in capitalism, in a capitalistic society, hospitals should compete for lower cost of, of service, and the service is the best that you get. It's the same with restaurants. Yeah, but that's not what happens. Because no. There's a reason why insulin is $200 in Texas. Hundred percent dollars in Mexico. Yeah. So it's because it's you know the the pharmaceutical industrial complex really is. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. The They're worse than freaking anything else. Yeah, the, the doctors don't yeah. really even have that many control. But that's what pisses me off about yeah. this. But one story that I had was there's the one dude who reached out to me. He's like, uh, he got shrap he got hit with an IED in Iraq, could shrapnel in his ankle, fucked him up pretty bad. Mm -hmm. He's like, I've been dealing with this for like five years. The pain does not stop. Doctors won't remove it. They said they, they can't. It's, it's too risky. He literally had to go down to Mexico and get a Mexican doctor to chop his fucking foot off. 
Oh, Ampe- wow. I, and he showed me the pictures. Amputated. He's like, I just want it gone. Did it work? It worked. Okay. It shouldn't have had to come to that level, but that's how bad medical or the VA care is in America. And it's still that way. Look at the Vietnam generation. For the yeah. longest time, there were more Vietnam veterans killing themselves than my generation of veterans because for generations, they had been neglected by the VA, told to like, you'll go do this, go do that, get in the runaround to the point where you know what? Boom, done, can't do it anymore. Well, I just, uh, the guy that drove me to the airport the other day, he was a vet and I think he was like Kandahar and um, he was like, like kind of paralyzed. He's like, so we start talking. I'm like, you know, well, what's up with you? It's so early in the morning. He's like, yeah, I was, you know, an Iraq war vet and I got really bad cancer uh, because the burn pits were right near. And I was like, oh, that's so stupid. You know, that those burn pits were so close. Like how dumb are we? He said it was like a 300 yard football field. And it was just like right there next to the bathrooms and that of his battalion, I guess. Is that right? I don't even know all the military terms. I sound so stupid, but I guess is it 35? How many people are in your squad? Usually nine. Okay, so in your battalion, it's like 30-ish? No, battalion's way bigger. Oh, Squad's a small. Just give me give me the reference. Well, what's above squad? A platoon. A platoon. Platoon is 40. Yeah, 40-ish, 40, 50. Said. Okay. Said, of his platoon, he said it was like about 35 of us, 27 of us got cancer. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And he said that a lot of people didn't make it and that he got a really good cancer doctor, just randomly, <clears> whatever. <throat> they did. They had to do robotic surgery. He had brain surgery. Mm-hmm. This guy had yeah. brain surgery. And he, wasn't, he could drive a car, but he was a little... The burn pits for the Iraq-Afghanistan veterans are going to be the same to what the Agent Orange was for the Vietnam veterans. He said most of the people died because the healthcare was so crap. Oh, it's it's horrible. It's fucking. And I'm not saying that for all. There's a lot of VAs that are actually really good VAs. The doctors and nurses actually give a shit. That's good. There have been VAs that I've went to, like inner city Chicago. Good luck. Good fucking luck. Bro, it's just the quality of care is complete garbage. And it is, you're right. It's a damn shame to see the way veterans have been treated by this country. And that's the other thing that's, you, you want to talk about Bo how Biden, like, the president's son, <laughs> died from brain cancer from being next to a burn pit. Mm-hmm. And you don't ever hear him. I mean, he's like, oh, we're going to do more for our vets. Dude. Do what? Like, what is he? I haven't seen them do dick off for the veterans. And his son is a vet that died. I yeah. mean, and, and like, I guess it wasn't in the line of service, but anybody that's really paying attention, he died from brain cancer that he got from those military bases. So in my yeah. opinion, he died in service. But that's, that's, it's interesting that how, how old are you? 36. Yeah, I'm 30. I'm almost 40. So it's kind of like, it's weird to see how, what, how it was like right before pre 9-11, mm-hmm. how everybody was on the same sheet of music as far as the propaganda, Toby Keith up there, like, ah, put a boot in your ass, America, fight the terrorists. Mm-hmm. And then here we are like 20, 25 years later, and now I'm like, don't join the military. Do not join the military no because what's going on in Ukraine? I don't know if you guys can pay attention. Do you know what the IRR is? They're they're calling. They're yeah, they're calling them up. Yeah. So the inactive ready reserve. They're spinning them up. And now that, I'm not saying that's that's it's in relation to Ukraine, but it definitely it's like one of those things of like mm, you can put one and one together and you can figure out like what's going on. Yeah. If Ukraine kicks off, like, I don't know if you've been seeing the footage over there. I'm on Telegram and I see a lot of the on the ground footage. A buddy of mine chasing death, who's a big fan of yours, he actually posted on Instagram today about it. Awesome. If you go to his page, he, it shows the trench warfare that's going on over there. And the U.S. military is now adopting to trench warfare training. Yeah, we're trying to train them in bases in Oklahoma. I mean, it's so obvious that it benefits us. We give them our old weapons and we build ourselves for all kinds of new weapons. And it's basically unregulated on uh what is it unaudited money and dude if you don't think that they want world war three they want world war three oh world war one world war world war two put us pulled us out of the great depression war is a very lucrative thing for it, america for america it does bombs. yes absolutely yeah. well i mean it puts the wheels look at covid look at how many different but america um, should be like saudi arabia we just need to be exporting oil and gas to everywhere <laughs> that's what well, we need to be saudi like arabia for the oil and gas not for <laughs> i mean dan women drive no for everything like, else yeah it's no, law. 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 yeah i'm just saying 
ban the women? No, I'm playing. Right. I, I have a hard eye to go. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll see Just you. Just give him a few more Delta 8s to get me high on Twitter. All right. Well, we can end it now. We've been going oh, for almost an hour. Okay, so. well, wait. Let's officially end it. Okay. Right. Well, uh, dude, we've had a very intriguing conversation. I really appreciate you having us Thanks on. Thanks for coming. And I appreciate we got some CBD. And, and dude, everybody needs to go check out Shellshock. And this is a first class clean nice distribution center this is not one of these crack shacks straight from china where you, you know you're probably getting some fentanyl laced stuff this is a very nice professional place you took a bunch you both took a bunch last time we were, that was I your was, first time getting high yeah I, I, ever that was jimmy's I, I first time ever yeah. you took how much you took, about I, half? took I took one gummy i thought it was like one serving one gummy but i was supposed to only take 10 milligrams one gummy's 25 milligrams uh -huh. so i uh was up i warned you i was like to be i careful. took 100 milligrams and i was i was high but this is the yeah, thing you drove home i don't know how because it, it, it wasn't it didn't really kick off because i ate it at the beginning of the show it That's takes like I'm, an hour yeah. i was pretty messed up when i got like home home but people I really, made the common mistake that these things these are cbd gummies cbd gummies will relax you they're not gonna get you high but they will relax you these will get you baked yeah. and people don't realize that's like oh yeah whatever and they take and they hit me up like an hour later bro i just i saw my grandma she's been dead for 10 years what the hell it's like bro i'm telling good, you good anyway, they call me well. delta nine alex Stein. <laughs> all right hey, let's end on that i appreciate you, you guys much. coming where can they find you real quick uh jvt entertainment on instagram jvt entertains on twitter and your stand-up comedy stuff you yeah you i'm trying with. my best i post my bombs too so just heckle me where i need to be heckled that's awesome. And then Alex Stein 99. Do not follow me. Go unsubscribe if you are. I'm getting cussed out. Uh, oh, crap. Sarah Gonzalez is calling me. Okay, this is not good. All right. It's primetime99. Pimp on a blimp uh, on uh, YouTube. All right. Appreciate you guys being here. As yeah, always, ladies. Subscribe to the show Primetime with Alex Stein on YouTube. That's our show. There That's you go. Ready to go. Appreciate you guys. Until next time, guys, do me a favor. Share the show. We appreciate these guys coming on today. And check out shellshockcbd.com. Until next time. You stay savage, America.